Hey guys, welcome back to Movie Buffs, a podcast where we talk about movies and TV in Kenya and beyond. Thank you guys so much for bearing with us. I know last time that we talked, we said that we're going to go on hiatus for a while, but now we're officially back. So get ready for episodes every Thursday, like usual. We promise we won't go anywhere anymore. We're here to stay. Yeah, we're back, guys. And thanks for being patient with us. And yeah, we're so excited to get into this week's episode. I know. I've missed this, haven't you? I've missed being on the mic with you. Yeah, me too, man. It's It's been a while. I'm, I'm really glad to be back. Yeah, and I yeah. I thought, you know, we thought that the best way to kick off our... What's the opposite of hiatus? Our... our I was going to say resurgence, but that's not right. <laughs> our comeback. Okay, yeah, I think that's fine. Comeback. Our comeback is talking about one of our favorite shows ever. We've talked about it before, Black Mirror. So in case you aren't familiar, the yeah. sixth season of the show came out last week. I believe it was June 15th. Yeah. 2023 so that's i don't even know what day this today about a little more a little less than a week ago yeah like last week that's when we we started watching it yeah i mean we're diehards right so we were yeah. like we watched it not if not the day of maybe like the day after we watched it pretty soon after netflix dropped yeah. it because we are loyal to the show i think it's one of the most brilliant and groundbreaking series is on not well not really on television but you know what i mean on streamers yeah. it just has completely revolutionized what tv can be and should be and so you know we, we had to dive in we had to dive in yeah and um yeah it's been a while since the show so the show was on a hiatus we were on a hiatus too so <laughs> Listen. Know, it felt right for us to come back with this episode you, you know, know? creatives yeah. need a break every now and again you know what i'm saying get our shit together you yeah. know what i mean yeah. figure out how to make the best kind of content for you guys so like like us um black mirror was on hiatus their last season was four years ago 2019 which honestly with the pandemic feels like 400 years ago like it just it feels like it was such like like 2019 like that's a whole different will a whole different koei like a whole different world so it was i was really intrigued to see how the show evolved with the times because if you think about how much has happened like that's a crazy yeah. like culture shift you know what i mean yeah yeah um the show was it, it it felt a bit different you know obviously yeah. it's been it's been a long time and yeah just you were talking about um how the the show creator was talking about how they they're making like a different vibe for this season yeah i think one of the things that i always admire about the show but especially with this season is that they always find a way to be extremely culturally relevant like it feels very much like oh like this is a show that understands what people are talking about what people care about like what kind of like the socio-cultural mentality really is and i think that this season is the best um example of that like they talked to they explore topics that feel very um like grounded in what we think about and today more so than really any other season you know as we know like you know black mirror is a dystopian you know like in 50 to 100 years in the future and it's always kind of had that futurism kind of vibe to it so yeah. this season interestingly like the majority of it is in present day if not like the past right. so it's it's not in the future at all which was super interesting but then it still used some classic like um black mirror elements to be like oh this is the universe that we're in it was yeah. super interesting but totally different vibe yeah it felt more retro it felt more grounded in a lot of ways like not yeah not it, set in crazy places really like it felt very like grounded yeah and yeah it felt like there was also like uh, a strong emphasis just like on you know story mm -hmm. story plot lines like not that it hasn't been yeah know, good but like yeah, it just felt more 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 focused on that than yeah. than what we you know we we normally know the show to be like yeah you know, some technology thing that right. goes crazy 
Yeah. Like, it has a, a little bit of elements of that, but, like, it more propels the story than shocks you or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I guess, you know, they, they know that we're used to it now, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, so part of the show's logline is, I forget how it's worded exactly, but it's like, you know, it's a commentary on the intersection between society and technology. And if, I would say seasons one through five is mostly in the technology realm and how like more direct, more commenting directly on the effects of technology on society. This to me is more just an expose on society. Like I don't even think technology is really even a player here it's more a comment on culture than it really is about like technology's effect on culture but that was yeah, an interesting exactly. choice yeah 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 i yeah. thought a necessary choice because i think at some point that dynamic gets old a little bit so i yeah, liked that they exactly. took a different approach to what the show is and could be and to me really opened up what black mirror is really about because i think again you associate black mirror with the crazy cars like all of that stuff is such a big part of the show so i think it was really bold of charlie booker the show creator and his team of like taking a very hard left and going very different and not using like a big aspect of the show and i thought it was successful yeah i thought it was successful too yeah um for the most part, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Should we get into episode breakdowns? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right, let's start. We'll go in order of the show, if I remember yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so the first episode of this series or this season is um, called Joan is Awful. And so let me try and, you know, we do no spoilers here any anymore. Or at least a hard rule is things that are pretty fresh, we're not going to do spoilers on. But essentially, right. <laughs> essentially mm-hmm. it's about this woman who finds her life the subject of like a net of Netflix's most popular like new show and so it's really just about her like trying to like regain her life back like it's it's about control it's about you know like streaming and like you know like the yeah the complex sides of streaming and like what are we actually like signing up for but yeah so yeah, yeah. what do you think of this episode i really like this episode this episode yeah. was um episode it's episode one and it's the first one we watched yeah um i would i would advise everyone to just start with this episode if if you you know how people sometimes like jumping around but i I would start with this one because it's a good introduction to just you know watching black mirror again you know what i mean like i really like this episode Mm -hmm. um it had some really shocking moments um What's the the main character, the actor's name? Annie Murphy. Yeah, Annie Murphy. Um, yeah, her character was really <laughs> dope. Like, I just, I just liked the shit that she was going through, and like, it, yeah, it felt, it felt like a good return to Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think about the plot itself? Let's start there. I actually really liked the plot because, mm-hmm. um, like you said, it was kind of the whole question of like, oh, when you, you know, when you. Uh, agree to the terms and conditions of whatever like uh streaming platform streaming platform or whatever that you do on the internet or whatever when you when you like agree to those terms like you don't actually know what you're agreeing to so um i really like the way they executed that because it was it was very interesting and the ending was cool the ending was cool Yeah, I thought this episode was, like, really playful and whimsical and fun. I thought it took a really, like, trending topic. Like, you know, with the writer's strike going on right now, there are so many conversations about, like, streaming and how streaming has changed television and everything. So I think playing on sort of this, like, hysteria about, like, these terms and conditions and how it could be 
scary but in a way that's not intimidating and like again really fun like doesn't take itself too seriously like you know like there's one crazy scene where like annie murphy is like she does something wild i won't ruin it for you because it's such a, it's such like a wild surprise like it's just yeah. to me this episode was straight was up jokes like that's you know what i mean it um yeah it felt it was interesting it just it felt i mean even like the poke the poking fun to netflix was really funny like it just was to me it was like oh this is like a fun like probably a a uh, funner a more fun side to the show i think the show can be really like heavy sometimes and so this to yeah. me felt like yeah. a breath of fresh air and the perfect introduction to like oh this is going to be a different kind of season we're not going to be getting kind of like the dark dystopian oh my god yeah, thing yeah. that we typically get like we're getting a yeah. di- we're getting a, an evolved version of yeah. this show which and i really appreciated yeah and the episode it was also really funny yeah yeah it was was jokes like it's funny yeah yeah it was jokes like it It didn't take itself seriously yeah yeah and i think even just that whole thing of like netflix poking poking fun at netflix while being on netflix like just that setup like already set the scene for like oh this is like a jokes episode from like the crazy guest stars like kate blanchett and salma hayek and like you know what i mean like they're they're poking fun almost at the show itself and and the and what it's gotten to and its cultural relevance and i really also liked there are lots of meta layers um for on that level and also just like in terms of like reality and tv and the and the role those two can play with each other so yeah i thought it was a really great episode yeah me too yeah yeah, I yeah. really like him. Jonah's awful. Great, great episode. Great app. Yeah. Number two is Locke Henry. Locke Henry. Yeah. Do you want to um, surmise this episode? Um. So in this episode, um, I'm not sure I remember it though. <laughs> <laughs> we literally watched this like four days ago, and we were both like, "I don't what what do we watch?" Yeah, man. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll talk. To, I, I got you. I got you. Right, yeah. So essentially, <laughs> this um aspiring documentary filmmaker and his girlfriend arrive at his um, hometown, this this small Scottish town. Um, and they're originally just passing through. They're going to like do a documentary about like some boring shit, something about like birds or chickens. It seemed really boring. Um, the girlfriend then catches wind of like this like really juicy, like local um, crime that happened that completely changed the town. It used to be like a flourishing town with lots of tourism, but this particular tragedy stopped people from coming. And so she's like, oh my God, like that should be the documentary. So they pitch it to like a, not really a Netflix equivalent, but kind of like, you know, a streamer, if you will, or a publicist kind of figure, somebody in that industry. And um, she basically urges them to like dive deeper. And so the episode's really about them discovering the truth and how the truth affects their lives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me what you thought. Yeah, this episode was crazy, man. Yeah. Like it was really creepy. So they went with, you know, a whole bunch of new vibes this season. And one mm-hmm. vibe that I really liked that they had was this horror vibe. Yeah. Like. Um, this was like a horror episode, like you know what I mean. Like, interesting. That's an interesting analysis. Well, okay, I don't know if it's like a horror episode. No, no, no. Like, go, go, yeah, go um, with it. Go with it. Go with it. Yeah, I don't know. It just it had some. It was really creepy, man. Like mm-hmm. you know, like that shit. That shit was. Yeah, it was. It was creepy. Yeah. yeah. This to me felt like one of those really great indie movies that is super sleepy for like. 90% of the episode or the movie and then it gets crazy at the end. Maybe not that big of a of a ratio, but I felt yeah. like 
This episode, I will be honest, it did take me a little while to get invested fully. Even after yeah. we learned about the tragedy, like I was still kind of like warming up. But then when we got the ending to me was the strongest end, yeah. one of the strongest endings yeah, of good. all of the episodes of the season. The ending was crazy. I thought a really, really smart way to talk about like these true, like the the genre of true crime, um, and how it's just become like this. And even just like documentaries and, and the intersection between those two, like how it's become such a phenomenon and there's such hysteria surrounding it and how that's blurred the lines between like, you know, like what's humane and like what's going to get like views and money and all of that. And I just thought that the ending is extremely poetic in that sense and really, really strong ending. The rest of the episode was kind of bleh to me. Like, I don't know, you know. I like this episode. Would I watch it again? Uh, maybe under the right circumstances. I think, but I think that ending is spectacular. So maybe I'd have to remind myself of the ending to then go back to the beginning. But yeah, really like this episode. Also like nice little moments of comedy too with the with the barkeep. <laughs> barkeep. Yeah. That added some brightness to it. And again, like what you were saying, like lots of great, like really scary elements, like a scary villain, a scary questionable book questionable guy and then the true villain is terrifying and so it was real i liked i liked how that was set up a lot as well yeah yeah i liked like you said i liked the ending so much yeah um, it was just one of those endings where you're just like damn it's just like messed up you know yeah and yeah it's not like it's not anything like crazy or groundbreaking that mm -hmm. you've never like heard of before but it's you know it's just, yeah. it's just like oh man you didn't you didn't you didn't expect it and it's just like yeah. crazy yeah yeah it was, it was an interesting episode like yeah you said you, it took you a while to get into it it took me a little while to get into it i would yeah. say I, I wasn't i wasn't invested until eh, like maybe a little little like halfway through yeah you know but then the ending i was like oh shit you know what i mean like i was yeah, like it was a good ending it was a really good ending that's all, Henry. Right. Okay, should we go to Beyond the Sea? Right. Somewhere <laughs> waiting for me. That's too low for my voice. Anyways, um, yeah. So episode three is Beyond the Sea. This one is a really bad episode. So yeah, essentially, this in one was crazy. It was crazy. Right. Um, so in an alternative 1969, let's see if I memorize the log line. Um, two astronauts are okay. I can't remember. So basically, yes, it's. These, um, so this one is this one was cool. So this yeah. one was um, these two astronauts. So mm -hmm. it's, it's like you said, based in nineteen sixty nine. An alternative nineteen sixty nine. Right. Which surprisingly isn't clear in the episode, but I digress. Right. I didn't. Yeah. So that means it's not the real nineteen. Yeah, it's like you know alternate alternate universe situation. So it's I it's mean, not right. It's as, as opposed to, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's a, as opposed to reality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> that was aggressive of me <laughs> right, so yeah it's these two astronauts and yeah. they're on a space mission i don't know what it's called <laughs> but yeah they're, so they're on a mission um in space i think their mission is like several years it's like a few years and they've been on the mission for a couple years already so in this alternate alternative universe, <laughs> there they have uh, the government has this technology where um, there's basically like a robot that's built to be to look exactly like you, and um, you basically like stream your consciousness from where you are in space down to the robot that's in your house on Earth. 
so you can like <laughs> be at home and shit too while you're like up in space. So that's the whole that's like the premise of why they're in space together. And yeah, it goes really left. Talk about coworkers right. gone wild. Like, like this is really what it is. Like beef at the workplace gone yeah. crazy. <laughs> this is a hard episode to explain like what it's about, but essentially kind of piggybacking on what you were saying. There's yeah. like so there's so the actual two main characters are on a spaceship like in space right then they have these like mechanic vessels mm-hmm. that are exact ex- essentially exactly like them like they look extremely realistic but they are this it's a machine that essentially they project their subconscious into then they inhabit that machine and that that's what they are on earth but they're still up in space it's it's crazy so essentially one of the characters experiences a tragedy, loses everything that they have on Earth, and then essentially he tries to like steal the life of his coworker because his coworker yeah. ever so kindly allows him to use his vessel to go back on Earth because Homeboy was going crazy up in that spaceship. And so, so yeah, so obviously, I mean, you see it from a million miles away, right? Like, you know that that line is about to be crossed, but even the way in which it happens, it's like, it's almost like nerve wracking. Like, I found myself being like nervous in this episode, like kind of like that little anxiety of like, oh, like, this is crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild. I love this episode. Yeah. Um, stars the stunning Aaron Paul from one of our favorite shows, Breaking Bad, and he's yeah, just he a brilliant. This, he's a brilliant actor. Like he, he was, really he's acting for real. Like, he's acting was, for real. Really he's cool extremely talented. Him. Yeah, he is. He is. And he's a fantastic. And he he's somebody who like does comedy and does drama very well, and is very like he he takes up space just as just as grandly in either genre, which I really like about him. Like he, he has really great comedic timing and really great comedic instincts that you see in his portrayal with Jesse for sure. Yeah. Um, and then he has just like this ability to do drama. Cause Jesse was, I mean, this is a tangent, but he was equally like the way he accesses drama and comedy is brilliantly done. I digress, but which yeah. I thought was also a cheat in this episode, though he's mostly in the drama realm in this episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This episode, I I really liked the ending. I think it was my favorite ending of all the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And, I agree with that. And just like a warning, man, the episode, the ending of the episode is crazy and it's gonna fuck you up, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it's an amazing episode. I really like the aesthetics and the cinematography. So it's obviously based in 1969. So we get some of that that great wardrobe, that great interior design, the great just like set design in general. Um, and then we have that that really cool like retro futurism with them in space and everything. That was really cool to see and like really aesthetically pleasing and I thought really complemented a really strong plot. Um, I was engaged in multiple different ways while watching this episode. Yeah, I really liked it, honestly. Tens across the board for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a great episode. Should we move on to Maisie Day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maisie Day. So this episode is a commentary on like voyeurism and the paparazzi and all that stuff. So it feels like it's set, it's set in like 2011, right? Or 2010 or even like, no, 2009, right? Because they were making it's Twilight something references. Like, something like that. Yeah. I am assuming it's 2009 based on some of the references that they made. That they made. But we follow this paparazzo played by Zazie Beetz, um, an Atlanta favorite of ours. And so basically we see her get embroiled in... Uh, just a whole lot of mess. So she ends up leaving the paparazzi industry after a picture that she sends ends up leads to somebody's suicide. She then gets ropes back roped back in. Um, when one of like the biggest actresses in the world, Maisie Day, a, a fictitious character, obviously, um, once news breaks that she has 
erratic, like she's been going through some things and she left the show that she was on and apparently she's in rehab. So all of that buzz kind of a la to Britney 2007, right? Like there's a mass hysteria over it. Um, so essentially these, uh, the folks who buy her pictures are offering big, big money for a pitch on her. So that's how she gets embroiled back into the paparazzi industry, um, works with some coworkers to find her and then just chaos ensues. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in contrast to the other episodes, we did not like this ending. Speaking for us as a collective, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. I think the setup for this episode was really good. The beginning. Um, most of the episode was was pretty good, until it got towards the end. Just kind of, I feel like it lost the plot for me. It was like, the plot twist of the episode felt like it was. It didn't. It 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 didn't belong there. Yeah. I, I felt like, I don't know. I, I, I just felt like it could have gone in a di- different direction. I didn't really like what they did with this episode. I really, really liked what this episode was about so much. And I really thought that it was, first of all, it feels super relevant with things like with what's happened with Britney Spears and is still going on with her and so many stars, Lindsay Lohan, the list goes on. Um, it's a very like timely topic and I really loved that they, that they chose to explore it. Um, yeah, the ending really did kill it for me and definitely would knock it on my list. Um, cause I just kind of felt like, I think misplaced is the right word for it. Like it just felt like that wasn't the story to add that in. Like I, I think it almost distracted from the more juicy stuff, which to me was the theme and the situation because we know so little about like the paparazzi like lifestyle. I also think it would have been nice to, um, I think that paparazzi in this episode were, were extremely villainized, which I think to a degree they deserve. But I think it would have been nice if we had more complex people. Like if we had like, I don't know, like if one of the characters had like a family or like one of the characters was like, you yeah. know, taking care of like a disabled like aunt or whatever, something to give them dimension. I felt like the paparazzi characters lacked dimension. And even in the main character who we see wrestling with it, I felt like, it lacked dimension for me. I think yeah, that that exactly. instead of having that wild ending, they could have fleshed that out a little bit more That's to what me. I thought it was going to be about, yeah. Me too. More so than what they made it be about at the end. Right. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more about like, oh, how like how fucked up we are as a society and how like things like that fuck up even the people who are the agents of it. Like I thought it was going to be like that versus like the wild ending that it was. Yeah. It would have been much better. Yeah. You dropped the ball, Charlie Booker. <laughs> yeah. All right. So episode five. Episode five. Demon 79. I loved this episode. And, and first of all, let me just say that five episodes is, is very insulting. Man. For like, four years? Like they That's crazy. More, but anyways, they never make that many episodes. They know what they're doing and I hate it. Yeah. Like it's, I just, it's brilliant television and they just know they're just going to give us a taste and that's it. God damn! Yeah, man. Anyways, continue. Demon 79. Yeah. Demon 79, man. Do you want me to tell them what it's about? <laughs> yeah, sure. Will's like, don't make me do this. Nah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just not good at explaining it. No, no, no. They're, hard, they're <laughs> actually just like hard episodes to like describe because like they're so, they're so wild. Anyways, um, so this one is set in 1969 in Northern England and we follow, Lord, I forgot her name. Um, we follow our protagonist and an Indian American wo- or Indian British woman. Um, and she, you know, like she just has like a shitty life. Like she's, she's basically she, miserable. She's basically miserable. Her work life sucks. Her home life. So like, she's just like not 
doing great in life. And so she stumbles upon this totem that essentially she awakens with her blood and then the de- like a demon comes and is like okay here's the deal you have to kill three people by before midnight in three days like some fairy tale cinderella should have like the clock once the clock strikes 12 on the third day the world will be like an apo- like apocalypse apocalypse nightmare oh, yeah. the setup to me seemed really reminiscent of knock at the cabin same kind of idea right where it's like okay you have a certain amount of time to kill a certain amount of people or else the world destructs essentially so we've already kind of seen that this character is somebody who like has so much rage in them, but is but obviously like represses it with a capital R. And so we just kind of see her like, you know, just stumbling through this challenge, if you will. If you're a Black Mirror fan, it's very reminiscent um, formatting wise as Crocodile, kind of the, the idea of like having a main character that just goes off the deep end with some shit. And that's exactly what this character does. And this episode's wild. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, this episode's dope, man. My favorite character is the demon. He's like my favorite character in the whole season. He's he's too funny, man. <laughs> but yeah, I like this episode a lot. Um, it had like horror horror elements to it as well, um, which is something I thought like was a really really cool touch. Um, yeah, I like this episode, man. It was interesting, really interesting to watch. Always trying to figure out what's about to happen next. It was very interesting and like. I think it's my favorite episode in this in this episode in mm-hmm. this uh, season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's my favorite episode. Yeah, I really love this episode too, and I think in terms of like going back to like aesthetics that I talked about with Beyond the Sea, like I love the aesthetics of this episode. Like just that that like that late seventies retroism is so cool to me, and like yeah. so vibey and groovy, and I think it's paired so well with horror. To yeah. to me, that's such a perfect pairing. Right? Like I think about like those you know like those really cool action movies in the seventies, even like black exploitation movies in the seventies. They have that kind of like that um over the top like violence, which I think is so fun like kind of like Scarface like that kind of energy of like over the top violence and this is that's what this episode has and again like to me it's it's oh I like that it's at the end of the episode it kind of anchor it anchors the season really well to me because we start off with Jonah's Awful and Jonah's Awful has that whimsical feel and this episode does but it also has this darkness to it and this is and this um this uh existentialism to it as well with like the whole aspect of like the afterlife and things like that like it's so well executed and so like not serious and fun to watch um there the the the, um the protagonist and the demon that you're talking about who's a standout character what a fun duo to watch like i really enjoyed them on screen a lot like they played off each other really well and it kind of ended up being like a almost like a buddy comedy like a buddy cop comedy type of deal and they were really fun pairing to me and um and yeah i love that a black mirror now is also saying representation matters we got the blacks and the browns leading (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love this episode i think it's my favorite too yeah uh the ending was a big questionable but yeah Mm. it was cool interesting what makes you feel questionable about it did it feel kind of um I don't know. It felt a bit abrupt to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Felt a bit abrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a bad ending. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what? I think because I think Beyond the Sea has a stronger ending, Beyond the Sea is my favorite episode. This is my second favorite episode. Purely for the ending. Purely for the ending. I think I'm actually going to agree with that. And yeah. I'll say that as well. Purely for the ending. Because I would agree with you. The ending, it felt... 
I remember, I felt I had similar feelings that I did with Knock at the Cabin. I did like elements of the ending. Um, yeah, I, I would say the ending was fine. Like, if I had to give it a grade, I'd probably give it, like, a B. Like, I wasn't, I was like, yeah, okay, all right. Like, it, feel, it felt true to the nature of the plot thus far. And I don't really know if I have a better suggestion, but I was kind of like, eh, you know. Yeah, it had a better ending than Knock at the Cabin, though. That's true. Purely but, because of the difference. I won't, it'll, I'll throw, I'll give away what it is, but yeah. I'll tell you offline. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts on the show? Oh, no, like it was, it was a good, it was a good rewatch. I um, it was a good watch. I really wish there was more episodes. But yeah. For what for what there was, I think it was good. I I personally enjoyed it. I don't know, uh, how many people would agree with that, but yeah, I personally enjoyed it. Yeah, I haven't read a lot of reviews, but I feel like this is a season that people will hate because yeah. it's different. Uh, we saw something similar. We had saw similar responses with American Horror Story. Like people hated when they depart. So actually, I'll be really keen to see now that we've done this episode what other people are saying. Yeah, I try not to watch like other reviews when we're reviewing something because I don't want to like absorb someone else's opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Mm, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, follow us on all streaming platforms, not streaming platforms, social media platforms at Movie Buffs Kenya. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for writing with us. And newbies, welcome. Stick with us every Thursday. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>